Hi, Creative. It's Lauren here, and I wanted to ask you a quick favor. If you like the show and it has helped you, please remember to rate, review, and follow it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Also, consider sharing the show on your Instagram stories or Twitter. Tag the guest at Unleash Your Inner Creative and at Lauren LaGrasso, and I will repost to share my gratitude. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. And now, let's get to the creative chat. Hey, I'm wondering, do you have trouble being direct? Are you afraid of hurting other people's feelings? Or maybe you're afraid of your own feelings getting hurt when you say how you truly feel. Do you find yourself constantly holding back your truth or swallowing your words? If this sounds like you, I think today's episode might help. Hi, and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso. I'm an award-winning podcast host and producer, singer-songwriter, public speaker, actor, and creative coach. And this show is meant to give you tools to take fear out of the driver's seat of your life and love yourself enough to pursue whatever it is that's on your heart. On the show, we explore the creative process and journey, mental health, self-development, and spirituality. And today, I'm talking about honesty. Honesty. As my imaginary mentor, William Joel, once said, honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. Honesty is hardly ever heard and mostly what I need from you. And honestly, let me just add a little caveat there, Billy. I'd also say mostly what I need from myself and what we all need from ourselves, because if we can't be honest with ourselves, it's really, really hard to be honest with anyone else. So Today, I want to talk with you about the power of being honest and polite and, you know, kind. How if you can do these two things in tandem, it sets you free and everyone around you free. And how though it might feel like momentarily better to let someone down easy or kind of stretch the truth to spare their feelings or your own feelings, it's actually more cruel in the long run because sometimes you're giving them hope where it doesn't belong. Sometimes you're not allowing them to grow or yourself to grow. So I really believe direct and kind honesty is always the answer. And I'm really, you know, 30 plus years into my life, finally learning how to use it all the time. Um, I don't know about you, but I really, I grew up thinking that the kindest thing to do was stretch the truth, to lie if you were going to be late, or um, if you didn't like what someone was wearing and they asked you directly, you know, to like say, no, you look great. And those are simple answers, but like there can be more profound things like somebody maybe has feelings for you and you don't share those feelings for them. You know, someone shares their work with you and it's like for a project you're supposed to do together and you don't like their work and it's not a fit or maybe you can like craft it better. And and if you lie in those scenarios, you're shooting yourself in the foot, you're shooting the other person in the foot, you're not being authentic. And so it's hard. It's a lot harder in the moment. But once you rip the Band-Aid off, the burden of holding in that truth is released and you're also releasing the other person. So I want to go through a few examples of how this can manifest, and I want to talk about the most kind way to be honest and how that really leads to success. So the idea of talking about this today was sparked by a couple things. The first one I'll bring up was I went to the farmer's market this morning in downtown Burbank, glorious farmer's market. If you ever get the chance, definitely check it out. 
And oftentimes there will be people who are not directly in the farmer's market, but right outside the farmer's market who are either selling something or um, giving away something for free, or maybe there are people who are working for an organization trying to get you signed up for their emails or donating or something like that. And today I walked by somebody who was working for an organization called Heifer, which I actually knew about, and it's a really cool charity. You can look it up. But first of all, I didn't have time this morning. Second of all, I really didn't want to talk. I already knew about the organization. I didn't know what they were going to ask me, but like I've got my own charities that I'm already, you know, donating to. So if it was a donation or if they wanted me on the email list, like I already know about it. I don't really need to spend more time to talk about it. So, you know, the old me would have been like, okay, yeah, maybe let's talk or just like walked away and been like, oh, no. But what I did was instead of like acting like they aren't human and not making eye contact with them because I hate that. I don't like ignoring people who are trying to talk to me. I walked by them and I, you know, smiled and said, hey, how are you? And they, of course, took that as an opening and started to try to pitch me on Heifer. And, you know, what's funny, though, I'm talking about it on my podcast now, so I'm giving them publicity. <laughs> um, so that's just a side note. But I just said, you know, I'm really sorry, but I just don't want to talk right now or something like that. I think I said, I'm really sorry, but I don't want to talk about this right now. And that was the exact truth in that moment. It wasn't that I didn't care about the organization. It wasn't that they were annoying me. I just literally didn't want to talk about it at that moment. And it wasn't something I wanted or needed to do in my life. They could not have been kinder in, in their acceptance. They said, oh, totally understand. No problem. Just look it up if you have time. I know that you already know about it, but like it would be great for you to see what we're doing. And I went on my way. There was no conflict. I didn't feel like this feeling of like guilt inside of me because I passed another human being up who was trying to make a connection. And I was honest. I was in my integrity. And I, I just told the truth. And I was shocked at how easy it was. Um, and so I'd say if you're having a hard time with other things in your life, like maybe you're having a hard time, like sharing something with your partner, that's really important to you or your coworker or, uh, you know, your mom, if you're having a hard time sharing a truth in a bigger context, I've shared this before, but I really think it's great to microdose courage. So go to a situation like this, where somebody's trying to get you to sign up for an email list and try to see how it feels to politely and directly say no. And I think you're going to be shocked at how freeing it is. Like I literally felt like somebody took a weight off me and I know it's so small, but even small doses of um, being out of integrity with yourself pile up. And then, and then it's not long before you start to wonder like, who the hell am I? I'm, I'm just constantly lying to people. So if I can't be myself everywhere, can I ever be myself? So that's one example. Another example is obviously in a work setting. So, you know, I work with Emily, my amazing producer, who is uh, listening to this right now and editing this. Shout out to Em. She's the best and has like helped my life in so many different ways, personally and professionally. Um, but, you know, Emily is amazing at taking constructive criticism and feedback. And, you know, one thing I do always try to do when I'm mentoring someone or I'm uh, in a managerial position in any way is I always give a good feedback because there's always something good to say. So I think that that's the kindness piece. It's like if you are giving someone feedback for something, saying the things you love, it just 
you don't want to take away somebody's confidence because most of the time they're doing a hundred things great, but then you say one thing that could be improved upon and it can break their confidence. I've certainly been in that position. So I try to be extra tender in this area because I know how sensitive I am. Actually, I'm a lot more sensitive than Emily is, but that's, (laughs) that's another story for another time. So when I'm going to Emily with something to work on, I always try to go with, you know, the good thing. And then the thing that I want her to improve upon because I know she can do it. So it's like saying like, what's not working and that you're bringing up this truth that's uncomfortable because you know that they're capable. So for instance, Emily, you know, when she first came to me had never produced a podcast. I taught her how to edit. We like worked through all this stuff. She's now an amazing editor. She's an incredible editor. Like she has that like sound design portion of the podcast down. So now it's my job as her mentor to take her to the next level because it's going to help her. It's going to help me. It's going to help the show everything. So I said to her yesterday when we were making this podcast, um, because she brought up like, you know, it'd be nice to hear you do a solo show. And I said, you know, Emily, now you've got the editing piece down. What I really want you to start to work on is a creative piece. I feel like that's an area where you're not really, you know, bringing as much to the table as I know you're capable of. So I want you to start bringing that. So, you know, I could have been like, oh, why aren't you bringing me creative ideas? And she is bringing me creative ideas, by the way. I'm just trying to use this as an example. But How can someone know if you don't tell them? And second of all, that's really not the most helpful way to say it. Like, so so you can be honest while still being kind and showing the full picture. I think that's another thing. Like sometimes people are honest about one thing that could be a pain point for somebody, but they don't show the full picture of all the other good things that are happening. So that's an example. And I think it's why we have such a great working relationship because she's also honest with me in the same way. If something I do doesn't work, she tells me, she's honest with me. We've canned episodes before that didn't work because they just weren't good. And I really appreciate that because when you're working with someone, if you don't have that honesty, the final product isn't going to be good. And so I think we do in in work situations have to be unbelievably kind and uplift people and see them and see all the good they're doing and still bring that honesty to the table because that's the only way that you're going to really get a great product. And I know when I was younger and I wasn't always in the safest environments, to be honest. So, you know, I I acknowledge that that's part of it, too. But I know when I was younger, I held a lot back because I was afraid of the repercussions of saying how I really felt. But in a creative environment, if you're not unsparingly honest, you're holding yourself back from the best product, from the most authentic product, from from creating, really, because when you're creating and you're withholding a piece of yourself or withholding a piece of your potential, you're not giving an output that is true and that is you. And as Martin Scorsese says, the most personal is always the most creative. So you want to unleash that full self. So that's another example of honesty where I highly recommend you go for the gold and tell the truth. So this is the honesty that I find hardest in my life. Sharing how you feel about someone romantically when you're not sure how they feel about you. I find it much easier to do it in retrospect or once they've already revealed to me that they like me or, you know, if we're building something together. But when you're feeling something alone and you're not sure how the other person feels, it's the scariest thing in the world. And I think if you've been a long-term listener, you know that I talked about there was someone in the fall that I developed feelings for that I really didn't want to like. It was very inconvenient, and I never really fully told that person how I felt. 
And only recently, like, did I admit to myself, like, how deep those feelings were. And instead of trying to fight it, I was honest with myself and said, like, I developed these feelings. I still feel them lingering. And it just is what it is. Like, I'm trying to move past it. But I don't know. I always think back to something that Julia Cameron, I don't know if she said it on this show or Julia Cameron, writer of The Artist's Way, said about love and loving someone. And she talked about her first husband and she said, you know, she was writing down in her morning pages, her little journal, you know, what do I do? I still love this person. And the pages said, love them anyway. She she was asking like, how can I get over it? And it said, love them anyway. And I always think to that, it's like, you know, feelings are complicated and it's not just one thing. Like you can also have multiple feelings for multiple people at once. Like everyone wants to put everything in a tight little box, but that's not really how love or life or relationships work. Like you can hold a flame for someone in the past and like someone currently and kind of like still feel something for someone over here. It doesn't mean you act on all of them, but multiple truths can exist at once. And by pretending they don't exist, I don't really think that you're helping yourself or anyone else, but that's a tangent. So I'm just saying like, if you're still heartbroken over someone, pretending like it's not happening isn't going to help. Now you can take active steps to try to heal it or get further from it, but you feel what you feel. And I kind of think it's like when you deny your trauma, you're just making it worse by ignoring it. When you ignore something, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But when you can admit to it, you can take steps to actively shrink it and make it less of a trigger point. So that's that. Like if you're feeling something, if you're still feeling heartbroken over someone or over like a missed opportunity, whatever it is, like any heartbreak that you're feeling or feelings that you're feeling, hiding from them won't help. And believe me, I've tried. I've tried to outrun my feelings. I've tried to outrun my trauma. I've tried to outrun everything. But um, I'm here to tell you it doesn't work. You could be a fucking marathon runner. It just doesn't work. So um, being honest with yourself is paramount in getting through. You know, they always say the only way out is through. And I really believe that. So number one, admitting to yourself how you really feel about someone or something or a disappointment is crucial. But then telling that person that you've felt those things for in the past or are feeling those things for now also sets you free and puts you in an authentic relationship with that person. So circling back to like five minutes ago when I went on this tangent, I had never told that person that I had developed those feelings. You know, it was like, it was just kind of unsaid. I thought maybe they had a feeling that I did, but I was holding it in to like protect them and to protect myself from rejection. And so finally, last night, I saw this person and we got to talking and somehow I saw an opening in the conversation and I'm like, there just had been this awkwardness between us for a while. And I, it may have just been all in my head because I was feeling so awkward because I knew I had this gigantic secret inside of me that I needed to release in order to be in an authentic relationship with this person. And I don't mean like dating, but I just mean like, you know, to have a kinship and a rapport with this person that wasn't built on a lie and the two of us having a different idea of each other. So I finally told him what had transpired in the fall and that I had developed feelings. And 
It felt so good. First of all, he held it so well. He, I mean, he wasn't like, yes, I liked you too. But it was like, he was like, I can see how you felt that because we get along so well and it makes total sense. And I was able to finally get it off my chest. Like, because I just hated that feeling of like, every time I'd see this person, I don't know. It felt like I was lying every time I was talking to him. So now it's good to know that it's out in the open. I just, I can't tell you how freeing it is. And even if that person doesn't reciprocate, like I feel a million times better knowing that I had the courage to say how I feel. Now, I didn't say it in the moment, like when I was deeply feeling all those things, right? Like that was still too scary for me. That's something I'm stair-stepping up to. I'm not 100% there yet, but I'm so proud of myself that I had the courage to share something so vulnerable. Like I literally hate being vulnerable in romantic situations. It's so scary. I don't, I don't know if I feel like I'm going to like lose my power or what it is. Um, I'm really bad at it. I suck, especially in the beginning. Like once I get into a relationship, I'm better at it. Like in that long-term relationship I had, I really feel like I opened up and was able to speak my truth. But in the beginning, when things are getting started, I don't know why, but I feel like if I actually share how I feel, I feel like I'm going to die. And so even though that this was like a little bit removed from the situation, it wasn't like, you know, when we were kind of seeing each other, or like, you know, I felt like there was some sort of chemistry building. It wasn't in the fall when, when the feelings were at their height. It felt good to at least share that I felt like there was something there because now it feels like I can be in authenticity with this person when I see them. So I would say even if it's hard, even if you get rejected, it's so much better to share the truth because then you're not holding the burden by yourself. Then it's like, okay, it's out into the world and they can do what they want with it and it has nothing to do with you anymore. It's just whether or not it's something that they can hold. But if they can't, at least you did right by yourself. And I think it's like kind of like the same thing if you're sharing like feedback on a creative project or sharing how you feel about a friend if they hurt you or any situation. It's really important to not have conversations, make decisions, develop feelings by yourself. Then it doesn't even give the other person an opportunity to react or to be their most authentic self. Like you're actually closing them off from being their most authentic self for you and giving them an opportunity to hold something for you. So I think that that one was like the biggest impact, but it was solidified today when I had that interaction at the farmer's market. It's interesting. Sometimes I think your aha moments are small moments that were predicated by big moments. So that big moment happened last night. These all happened within the last day. So like the Emily thing happened yesterday at 4 p.m. The talk with that guy happened last night. And then the farmer's market thing happened this morning. So these all like these three lessons all happened within the course of less than 24 hours. And it was just such a clear teaching that moving forward, I have to be completely honest and authentic with myself as much as I possibly can be, even when it hurts, and with others as kindly and as directly as I can be. Because if you're not honest with yourself, you're not being authentic. And if you're not honest with others, you're denying them the opportunity to be authentic with you and with themselves about how you're feeling, they're feeling, etc. I just think it's so deeply important because honesty, I think, is the difference between 
work that brings you to tears, makes you laugh, makes you feel angry, makes you feel joyful, and something that flatlines you. If you're not bringing your honest, authentic self to your work, to what you do, to life, you're denying yourself the world of having an emotional experience and feeling more human with you. So please be honest. Start by microdosing. You can start out with situations like the farmer's market and then build up to maybe someone you work with or a friend and then build up to your most personal relationships, your relationships with your family and your lovers or potential lovers. That's kind of what I did and have done. It's still something I'm working on. I think growing up as a Catholic girl in the Midwest, an Italian Catholic girl in the Midwest, I wasn't taught to be unsparingly honest. I was taught to stretch the truth to spare feelings. But again, I think stretching the truth to spare feelings is uh, putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. It might hurt more to extract it and stitch it up, but it's going to heal the right way with limited scarring. So in the long run, be direct. Be kind, be authentic, and courageous. I know you can do it. So thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, be sure to rate, review, follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. And um, definitely give Emily, my producer, a follow. She's at We Can't Find Emily. Liz Full made the amazing theme music for this show. Follow her at Liz Full. You can follow me at Lauren Lagrasso and at Unleash Your Inner Creative. Tag me both places and I'll repost it to share my gratitude if you like this episode. And just be honest this week with yourself. Start with yourself and then spread it to others. That's my wish for you this week. Thank you for listening. I love you and I believe in you, truly. Have a beautiful day.